0: Two time.
1: I just had a bubble in my throat. <coughs>
0: Gross. Hey, <laughs> make you sound all weird.
1: Yeah, you know when you're like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: Welcome to Two Time. Welcome. Today we are covering the Weekenders. Woohoo! Disney Channel classic. Yep. Disney Channel classic from uh, I don't know what, like early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Did you pull T- up the Google on this one?
1: Yes. I pulled up, pulled up the Google. Um, yeah, so Weekenders um, is yeah a Disney show, an American animated television series created by Doug Langdale, um, and it was created in 2000. Ran for four seasons, so until 2004, uh, for a total of 39 episodes, um, 73 segments. It says so. I don't know.
0: It was one of those ones that was in, you know, a couple episodes uh, per episode or a couple little scenarios per episode. Sometimes you'd have two 10 minute ones or.
1: Yeah, but both of ours that we're looking at today were full, just like one story per entire episode, like 20 minute kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like I remember most of them being that way, though, so I'm not sure what the 73. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the early. I don't know. Anyway,
0: uh, what can
1: you do? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we used to watch this on the Family Channel in Canada because we didn't have the Disney Channel.
0: Yeah, It was
1: sort of like the equivalent. Um, yeah, I love the show. Thought it was great, and yeah, again, I feel like we're having like a good good luck so far with like the episodes that we've been revisiting and like the shows that we've been revisiting. I think for the past few weeks, we've been like hitting on some shows that are still holding up today.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and I think this one definitely, like, I, I this one's really funny. Um, and it's, like, funny in the way that, not in the same way as Pinky and the Brain, where, like, that's kind of really more on the adult side. Like, this one, I think, is, like, really, like, a show for kids, but just, like, it's clever. You know, it doesn't,
0: Yeah,
1: it's, like, a show for that's, like, really made for kids, but without being, like too babyish or you know what i mean
0: it's not over our heads or anything but no but it's uh it's you still need to have a good sense of humor and you need to be like a kind of a smart kid to get some of the jokes <laughs> um i always thought this show was kind of fun because i think as canadians you know our winters are brutal our summers are brutal we get these very extreme weather scenarios and this show took place in like a california type setting yeah so um, it was like always the best the best weather and it was always like beautiful out and they're having fun by the beach down by the boardwalk
1: yeah it says um it says here on the wiki page that um the series takes place in the fictional city of bahia bay which bahia is based bay. on Sa- san diego california where the creator lived
0: With the bahia bay boys tearing up the surf
1: <laughs> yeah Keeping um them
0: tourists off our beach <laughs> <laughs> anyways no,
1: this the show's funny this show's really great um yeah, so, I mean, do you want to start with your episode?
0: Sure, yeah, I'll go for it. Um, so, my episode uh, is called Tino's Dad. Uh, and so, uh, we've got four characters in the show. Tino, Carver, Lore, and Tish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, uh, you were asking me earlier of Tino. I feel like a lot of the scenarios kind of revolve around Tino, but he's not the only one that narrates. He doesn't. He's not the only one that breaks the fourth wall. They kind of have this thing where you know, the character who's leading the situation will break the fourth wall a lot and just address the audience and stuff. Yeah. But they all do it. You know, they're all, they always take mm-hmm. turns. But this one's kind of all about Tino. And his his, uh, his parents got divorced when he was four. So they say mm-hmm. eight years ago, they're 12. So I'm assuming he was four when this happened. And uh,
1: <laughs> We're good at math.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> assuming yeah. he was four. <laughs> I can, I can hypothesize I that he might have been four years old. I don't know.
0: I didn't do the math on paper, but I think I got it right. Um, so his dad's on the East Coast. He's on the West Coast. doesn't see him a lot. And uh, his dad is finally coming to Bahia Bay to see him in his hometown where mm. he lives, you know, where his friends are, where he's mm-hmm. most comfortable. And all he wants to do is spend some alone time with him. But his dad has this list of things to do with a bunch of different people, all like these... All of Tino's friends' parents and whatnot, and people that Tino doesn't really even... I mean, he cares about them, but they're not the people that he wants to hang out with.
1: Well, he He sees them all the time. Well, he doesn't
0: want to go hang out with his teacher, but for some reason, his dad plans go-karting with his pregnant teacher, (laughs) who's always pregnant. Miss Duong, she's always pregnant.
1: I know. I was going to say that. I am like... Um, yeah lady
0: why are you going go-karting you're pregnant
1: and like and like significantly pregnant like Like
0: nine years pregnant because she's pregnant throughout the whole fucking
1: (laughs) she's in her 18th trimester (laughs) yeah really oh my god
0: anyways um tino just wants alone time and, and yeah the subplot of this is that like the friends are all working to earn some money to get tickets to a a show of some sorts. This guy like called a comedy Mad show. Dog. Yeah, yeah, a comedy show, Mad mm-hmm. Dog. <laughs> and um, Tino is like, no, guys, like I don't even care. Like my dad's coming to town, and I'm excited to see him. But the thing is, he might. He usually wants to do all these things, but I'm not phased. I'm going to rush him through it all. We're going to get it done on Saturday, and then Sunday I can spend some time with him. Yeah, because like
1: all his friends are like, well, why don't you just you know like why don't you just tell him you want to hang out alone and like Tino's like. Terrified that if he does that, his dad's gonna get pissed and not want to hang out with him anymore. He's gonna be like, yeah. "Oh, you know, you don't want to do these like fun things that I plan for you." Well, like, "Fuck you! I'm going back to the East Coast, kid." And it, <laughs> it's it's
0: it's one of those things that it's like a little bit irrational because if, when you see his dad, like he's not a mean guy or he's not gonna yeah. be like "fuck you" or whatever. But but that's sort of what he's afraid of.
1: Yeah, he's
0: afraid. Uh, you know, he's afraid of ruining the like the few precious moments that he gets with them. Mm-hmm. And. So, and, and some people even try to tell his dad, like his mom kind of pulls him aside and says, look, he just wants to like see you and not do anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm boring. And I got to do all these fun things to, you know, yeah. make him have fun and make make sure that he, you know, he loves me and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you're not listening. You're a stupid listener whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's just like, it's kind of, it's like funny, but also kind of like sad because, both him, both Tino and his dad. I mean, you see where where Tino gets it from in this episode because like Tino's very like neurotic. He's very anxious. Like he's he gets scared of a lot of things. He has like a one of the kind of running gags through the show. We don't see it in either of the episodes today, but like he's got like a crippling fear of clowns and like
0: yeah,
1: you know. So Tino, he's like he's very anxious, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, his dad is the same, right? Because his mom is sort of like this like very zen. Like she's kind of like into like. She's a bit weird. of a hippie. Yeah, I mean, she she's into like you know this weird like health food cooking, which is also like another running gag on the show. Like she always cooks up these like horrible uh, uh. <laughs> like healthy eh, food. But she's like, like your
0: typical millennial parent.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> no
0: she feeds Tino avocado toast every morning for breakfast. Uh,
1: Avocado toast would be like a treat for him. she feeds him, what did she say? Like, oh, spaghetti and frog balls or something? Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. No, she's just like, you know, she's very Zenzer. Like, why is Tino so like stressed out all the time? Like, why is he like so like tightly wound? But then you see his dad and you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like they're both just like so – nervous to ruin the the short amount of time that they have together that they're both not doing what they actually want to be doing kind exactly. of thing so it's like you're watching and you're like oh ah, just tell them but then like i get it though i feel like i would be the same
0: and so like in the meantime his friends they're like they've decided i mean they have nothing to do with this so they're yeah. not gonna give up this concert because tina's not going This Mm -hmm. comedy show, I should say. Mm. So, they're like, okay, we're going to go bust our ass this weekend. We're going to work. We're going to do some odd jobs, make some money, and buy these tickets. Yeah. And uh, so, they do that. Whatever they're doing their chores, uh, Carver and Lore, they clean up this old lady's attic. And it's funny because (laughs) she's like, she's an old British lady and she's got them up there and She's talking about some of the trash that's there and she picks up this feather duster. And she's like, oh, that's an antique from back when I was a chimney sweep and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> she starts telling them these crazy uh, stories about, you know, back in the old day. And that's a black and white television from before they invented color. Can you imagine <laughs> trying to tell the streetlights from gray uh, from, gray, mm-hmm. from uh, gray from gray? Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> So she like makes them believe like really dumb things about yeah. you know the past and she's but then off camera she she like kinda breaks the fourth wall and is making fun of them. She's like, Oh, those fucking idiots
1: <laughs> And you she's know. like, Kids will believe anything these days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and um what's uh Tish doing? So Tish is she's Oh uh, my gosh. She's babysitting.
1: She's living for, my worst nightmare. <laughs> well,
0: the plan was she was going to teach Carver's baby brother because she's a, a bit of a genius. She's kind of a Gretchen Grundler. Yeah. Um,
1: they kind of look alike too.
0: Yeah. Same kind of like uh, glasses, long skirt. Uh, Tisha, her name is Petra Tishkovna something. I remember her name. Um, yeah. She's
1: like Lithuanian. Yeah. She's uh, an, wait.
0: She's described as Jewish American from Lithu- of Lithuanian descent on the Wikipedia yeah. Um. But she's yeah. She's very like smart, and so she's gonna teach uh, physics or something to Carver's little baby brother.
1: Mm, yeah, he's like but three.
0: When she rolls up to the place, uh, his parents rush out. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we're late. We gotta go. Thanks for getting here." Uh, they're they're upstairs, and Tish is like, "They," uh-huh. and she's like, "Yeah, uh, so and so's here. I can't remember his name." Quinty. Quinty But she's like Quinty and they're like yeah he's not so bad And they're like he's the He's the first three year old to be tried in as adult I know I was
1: like What the fuck And then you see him and And he's got like a clump Of hair missing and like he's got Oh my god he looks evil He looks like Chucky but like in real life As a three year old child
0: Yeah Chucky mixed with Sid From Toy Story
1: Oh my god yeah
0: Uh, at age three Yeah so like (laughs) You see, Custa five minutes later, she's hanging upside down from a tree tied yeah. to a wheelbarrow or a wagon, and just,
1: yeah.
0: you know and, and that happens over the weekend, so there's like two instances of that uh, the second time,
1: oh my God, uh,
0: it flashes down, and they're wearing like house arrest bracelets, these two three year olds. <laughs> And then it cuts to the cops and it's like, oh my God, two of our greatest, our biggest threats are in the same room. We need to get the SWAT team. Can we get the, can we use the man eating dogs? <laughs> Whatever. They're like, okay.
1: Can we use the attack dogs?
0: Yeah. Can we use the attack dogs? So they're going to like, anyways, we don't, any, we don't see any of that, but. Yeah. Suffice it to say, these two kids are uh, no walk in the park. Oh um,
1: yeah. <laughs> she is earning her money. Let's just yeah. say.
0: Yeah. 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 So then they like convene, they're going to buy their tickets, and uh Tish is like, I got to meet the SWAT team. (laughs) And uh anyways, no, they're 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 there and they they're like just a few back in line and they find out that Tino, he's uh not having a good time with his dad. It's exactly what he feared. You know, he's not getting no alone time. And uh later in the day he had plans to meet up with the coach from the school. Uh, he w- They were going to go whale watching or something. Yeah. And so Tish gets this plan and she says, you know, guys, I need you to give me all your ticket money. We need to help Tino. Uh, so she goes to coach and she says, coach, uh, how much would it be willing? How much would you be willing to how much would it cost you to change your plans for tomorrow or something like that?
1: No, she just says like, oh, uh, or, I know you have plans for tomorrow, but like uh, maybe i be able to, like, convince you to, like, change your plans kind of thing.
0: Right, right, right. So, I don't think she bribes him, but she just No, she just asks him. It. She just but probably, then, like,
1: explains. We don't see it, but yeah. she probably just, like, explains the situation. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I almost thought she might have taken some of the money and given it to the coach and then the rest of the money for what the next part was. But I think you're probably right. She probably just explained to him.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: she uses the money that they were all going to use to see their comedy show. Another great example of friends pulling through. A Great friendship and good mm-hmm. friend dynamic um they buy these really expensive blimp tickets for tino and his dad and you can only fit two passengers and the pilot in the blimp and when tino realizes this well like him and his dad go to the coach's place and the coach comes to the door in his bathroom and he's <laughs> like eh, eh hello tino's dad i am sick and i cannot Go whale watching, so yeah, I'm, like,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs>
0: it's like, I think I'm coming down with the black lung. For Christ's sake, Derek, you've been down there for twenty-four hours. Come talk to me in thirty years.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically that.
0: You're more dead to me than your dead mother. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've laughed into another another. Oh
1: my god, that's get it together. Media. That's for our Derek Zuler Zoolander spin-off podcast.
0: Oh my god. Um, okay, where was I? So.
1: He goes to get the tickets from the coach.
0: Yeah, the coach is like, as an apology, can I offer you these tickets for a blimp ride? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, anyways, then when they get there, Tino realizes, oh, it's only for two. Yes, finally, I get to spend some time with my dad. And then his dad looks over and he's like, oh, the blimp pilot. He's a guy from high school. And then that's when Tino kind of has his moment and he just grabs his dad by the arm and he says dad i just want to spend some time with you I, I i don't want to do all these things with all these people i just want to spend some time with you i don't get to see you i never get to see you blah, blah, blah. he kind of has this little freak out moment mm. and his dad kind of like doesn't know what to say because they have to get into the blimp they're taking off and so he doesn't really get to address tino and tino's like never mind i was just being dumb let's go yeah and the pilot gets in behind them and he says to his dad hey wait a minute don't i know you from high school and his dad looks at tino looks at the pilot Looks at Tino, <laughs> looks at the pilot, looks at Tino, looks at the pilot, then looks back at Tino and he, oh, he decides, God. "You know what? Nah, you don't know me from high school, never mind, and the guy's like, "Ah, suit yourself, and Tino looks up, and he's like, ah, oh, dad, wonderful and they they kind of just you know they nod in agreement, they know that that was the right the move, that was the right move uh, mm-hmm. and his dad's like, what do you want to talk about? And Tino's like, nothing. He just wants to be there with his dad. Just be in the moment. Have a moment with his dad. Hmm. You know, Because the whole, the whole thing is his dad is like forcing the fun. He, he doesn't want Tino to be bored with him. So yeah. he's like, I need to fabricate all this fun stuff by taking him go-karting, taking him to the arcade, taking him whale watching. Tino just wants to stand in a room with his dad alone to feel his presence, to be there with him. He misses him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's all he wants. So, that's, it's just a really nice little moment. Yeah. Um, one of the funny things in the show uh, is they always go to this pizza restaurant, right? Oh, yeah. And it's always <laughs> it's always a theme, but it changes from week to week. Yeah. So, I don't know. This guy must know a contractor that, you know, owes <laughs> him some money or something. Oh, my God. Uh, and can afford to do all these renovations. So, every time you go in this oh, time, in my episode...
1: Martin just got home, sorry. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking day. Yeah, sorry. In your episode, the pizza restaurant.
0: <laughs> okay. It's uh what's it called?
1: Um it's like uh focus group pizza.
0: Focus group pizza. <laughs> yeah. So they're sitting at a table and they've got one of these like little number pads in front of each table and, and the pizza guy comes out and he's always in character for whatever the theme is. He's never the yeah. same. I mean, he's the same guy, but he's never the same. Yeah. And uh he's dressed in a lab coat and he's got his checkboard and he's asking them questions. And he's like, you know, I'm going to make up the greatest pizza based on all these questions and tell me how you feel on a scale of one to 10 on these ingredients. So he goes like uh, pepperoni, smarties maple syrup anchovies a bunch of different flavor profiles and they mark them based on how much they like them yeah. brings out this like pizza where he's like uh, i've devised the greatest pizza known to man pepperoni like, and smarty pizza with maple syrup sauce
1: it looks like
0: garbage oh my god
1: oh my yeah. god no that's funny i like that was like one of the things that i liked a lot oh and i also like another running gag that i was kind of disappointed we actually didn't see her in either of the episodes but it was the lady at the museum of anthropology
0: uh yeah, yeah.
1: She was like alluded to in in this episode, but because uh, the yeah. dad was trying to make plans with her to like go visit her kitchen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this the lady, she's like this little lady that works at the anthropology museum, and like every episode, she would make something from either like a different point in history or like a different country from around the world, and more often than not, the things were just like oof. I don't know like what was the one it was like uh, Like jalapeno or like jalapeno Coated tarantulas or something Like that was the one in the episode I like she'll often Cook like bugs or like weird like Meats that you Know
0: cultural delicacies
1: Yeah but you know more Often than not she'll go for like the most obscure Kind of You know things that are Delicate North American stomachs (laughs) Are not used to
0: oh my god but
1: uh or i th- know uh, but the one that made me laugh though because like i still say this to this day is that when she was doing um grease and then she has like bunches of feta to pass out and she's and <laughs> it's really funny because she has this like super monotone voice and like she just goes <laughs> like i don't know if it'll be that funny i don't know it's really funny to me she's just like feta the cheese that tastes better <laughs> <laughs> And I still say that to this day. Every time I see Feta, I think of her. Oh,
0: my God.
1: (laughs) Or like, couscous, the dish so nice, they named it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we didn't see her, but she's just like a precious icon of my childhood. (laughs) She really affected how I see cheese. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. I remember this one episode where they were all doing... I don't know if it was for school, but I feel like it had to do with the Anthropology Museum because it was all cultural. And it was like Carver and Lore were in a, in a group project together and they were like imagining themselves as these ancient Mayans and they were skateboarding down these Mayan ruins or something. Oh, yeah. But anyways, I like the show. It's a very good show.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. But I mean, this episode was really nice because I feel like, you know, it, it like handles things like you know divorce and stuff is something that affects a lot of kids and like i don't know it was just nice that it could be like kind of dealt with in a way that wasn't like super sad you know what i mean it's just like okay this is just what
0: well i was gonna say like tino's not i mean he's a he's a little bit neurotic and whatnot but that's just kind of more of his personality he's not totally affected by the divorce negatively he's got a good mother yeah uh a boyfriend his mother has a boyfriend who's a good man there's even mm-hmm. an episode about him and how much tino like likes him and the end yeah, up like you know, they really bond and stuff and yeah no um, it,
1: it's just like uh you know like the dad comes to the mom's house and like yeah she's nervous to see him but you know like they're really like you know decent to one another it's just like okay like this is just you know divorce it's like just a kind of fact of life it's not like this big like oh no like yeah i don't know i mean and sometimes sometimes it is obviously more like angry and traumatic and mm-hmm. there is you know, a fight traumatic right? than others yeah they have a little disagreement but i mean it's nothing like
0: yeah
1: you know it's it's very civil still like you know they're yeah. still very civil for their kid and like you know they they have a laugh at dinner over how bad the mom's cooking is and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, it's nice to, like, have, like, I guess a representation of, like, a divorced family and just have it be just, like, normal and, like, it's treated, you know, just as, like, a fact of life and not, like, I don't know how to, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, it just it's ends just, badly so many times for the kids. The, yeah. You know, kids end up so negatively affected by it Whereas in this situation, it looks like, you know, it's like probably doing for their the best. better. It's, it, yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's they're doing better off.
1: Yeah, well, there's they're doing their best for Tino, and you know, it's just like, what's well, yeah. nice for kids to see as well of like, you know, not every family is, uh, perfect like nuclear mom dad two point five kids, you know. So it's just nice to see kind of different types of families and.
0: Yeah, exactly. Each of,
1: uh, each of the families of the four friend groups are, like, very different. You know, there's, like, Tish from Lithuania. She's an only child. But, you know, like, she's, like, the daughter of immigrants. And, like, that comes with its, like, challenges for her sometimes. And um, mm-hmm. Lore is... Uh,
0: Scottish or something?
1: She's, like, Scottish-American. But, like, the joke with, with Lore's family is that she's, like, the only girl and she can never remember how many brothers she has because she has so many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I mean, Car Carver's little brother is like Damien <laughs>
0: um,
1: No, and, you have know, an older he-
0: sister too, or something. Uh,
1: maybe I don't remember. I feel like maybe there's another sister. Yeah, yeah, no, he does, he does, and she's like popular and cool and like whatever. And um, you know, his parents are like both like working, like working professionals, like they're like really like um, overachievers. You know, like uh, what did what was the joke like? They were like, "You're gonna go teach him physics." Like he's three, and then what does he say? Like his mom had him learn like Greek.
0: It was some some Greek some philosophy kind of like, thing.
1: Yeah, but, some, but when he was like one year, one years old, one you're year like,
0: "What did old. you learn?" He's like, "I don't know. I was one. All I learned yeah. is I couldn't eat it." <laughs>
1: yeah. So basically, yeah, like his his parents are like overachievers, and like they want their kids to be like gifted geniuses and stuff like that. So I don't know. Like they're, they're all families are like really different. So it's it's nice to kind of see. Those types of representations, I guess, for kids, because yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's like less and less common to have like the perfect nuclear family. So I think this show sort of started to like move away from that and have different kinds of like parental figures and yeah, um, yeah. So this was was a good episode. It was a nice episode, and yeah, good show. Yeah. I'll uh, I guess I'll move on with my episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. i like this episode i found it sort of <laughs> relatable in a way
1: yeah it's really funny oh Tino. Uh, you know? um yeah so basically what was it called like the halloween that almost wasn't
0: I yeah think.
1: um so a little like i guess this is just me like praying for fall i'm trying to like manifest fall weather by doing a <laughs> halloween episode but hey ho anyway <laughs> so tino is super jazzed because Halloween is right around the corner and he has like the, what is it called? The mighty harvest or the great harvest.
0: Yeah. And basically
1: like like, the great harvest, it's like this sort of like legendary haul of candy that like no kid has been able to achieve. It's like two pillow sacks full and like, plus uh, another like little plastic pumpkin full and all anyways, basically this like massive haul of candy. And he's like, this is the year we're going to get it. Oh my god, it's going to be amazing, guys. But then uh his friends kind of drop a bomb on him and they're like, "Tino, like we don't want to go trick or treating. We're, we're we're over it.
0: We're too old for that."
1: Yeah, I mean, they're 12. They're 12. So they're 12. Yeah. So that's like right on the cusp of when, you know, people there was like a drop off like people started I still went trick or treating. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that was definitely the year where there was a drop off of like, okay not everyone's going to go trick or treating this year. Um, And so Tino's kind of like. It's it's really funny, like something in him kind of just like snaps and he (laughs) is like in denial. Oh, my God. He is like, what?
0: Every time he talks about it, you, you see him twitch and he's like, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's like
0: having a stroke or something. So, you
1: know, at first, Tish, like, cause Tish is really sweet. Like, I'd say she's sort of like the sweetest of the gang. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, you know, Car- Carver and Laura are a little bit like, so, you know, like, we're not going trick or treating. But, lo- like, Tish is like, okay, no, like, you know, we don't want to hurt his feelings. Like, it's still really important to him and, like, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, hey, we can't go trick or treating though. So, like, you know, at first they, they kind of tell him, like, no, we're not going. And he's like, yeah, 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 you're, we're going. We're all going to dress as things that are, like, the letter M. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Like, monsters are played out. Like, F that. We're going to be, like, things that start with the letter M. Yeah, so, didn't,
0: weren't you going to go to a party that was, like, you had to dress as things with the letter S or something? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, you had to – it was, like, you could either wear a costume that was, like, M or S that started with, like, the letter M or the letter S. So – I didn't end like, up going because... Um,
0: uh, that's just dumb. We had ju-
1: no, I mean, whatever. I just... I don't want to be limited. I need my creativity to run free.
0: <laughs>
1: uh. um, no, but I didn't go because, like, we had just gotten our puppy and, like, I didn't want to leave him. And anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... And I, like, really deeply relate to Tino's love of Halloween. Okay, i he's
0: like mr halloween over here
1: listen i i need to like i hate scary movies i don't like being afraid Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm scared of a lot of things i don't like to walk the dog after dark by myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god if i'm home alone there are like all the lights are on i am a baby but i love halloween so freaking much i love it i love it i don't know why i hate being scared but i love halloween and i feel like tino's kind of like that too because he's afraid of everything but he's like dying for halloween he's so excited
0: yeah. i don't know
1: maybe i don't know maybe it's because mom like our mom like made us the sickest halloween costumes and all i the was land. just
0: bragging about them today at work yeah like she would pull out the sewing machine oh my god and make i was talking about my dinosaur costume and no,
1: it was a, like oh yeah the, the yellow was, one
0: the, yeah the yellow dinosaur oh, or a dragon beautiful. kind of thing yeah the slicky. way i was describing it they thought i was talking about one of those inflatable ones you know no. you see people dressed as t-rexes that are, no no, no 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 this was Bye. a hand-sewn <laughs> co- costume yeah. stuffed with foam oh to be like the massive four foot tail on the end yeah i was only four feet fucking tall at that point yeah. it had the full head on it it had a full um, had the or there was uh the there's uh
1: the year where like i went as a frog and you went as <laughs> and you went as a crocodile i think that was the year that mom oh like stayed God. up like nights like sewing these friggin heads
0: my crocodile costume <laughs> oh my God. that was one of my best I'm gonna ones have to,
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna text mom i'm gonna ask her to because we have this um this like photo album
0: yeah a friend of hers put them together in a in really like a, nice like scrapbook like a, yeah. Style.
1: okay i'm mean, gonna ask her if she can send me some photos i'll put them uh, in the episode guide if anyone yeah. cares but like you care because they were amazing okay
0: they were amazing they were works of art like really yeah. those costumes were works. I, we of still art.
1: have i think she sells most of them
0: yeah she has a, f- them. She a few of them do- like
1: a few of them didn't stand the test of time like they kind of fell apart because they were made of like you know not as durable material like the year i wanted to go as a princess
0: yeah i was like
1: the little blue fairy from like pinocchio or whatever i mean that unfortunately didn't make it but a lot of them did
0: yeah no and mom gives them to well she loans them they're Mm -hmm. never given they're always in her wardrobe
1: she rents them out costume
0: yeah no she lets our cousins use them and Mm. different family members and yeah you know family Um, friends
1: Anyways, a little bit of a tangent. Um, but yeah, Halloween was always so exciting. And Mm -hmm. oh do you remember though, like okay, when we used to live in Halifax and like Casey would have the Oh my god. Oh my god. This I was so afraid of though. But there were so many treats like I really wanted to go, but I remember she Uh, used to have okay, our our grandma's sugar cookie
0: decorating stand. Oh okay. Man, oh my I'm so God! Hungry. She made the um, best sugar cookies, and then the best. She'd add yeah. so much fucking sugar to the the icing. <laughs> she would hand whip.
1: Oh my God! Uh, um, no, this is our grandma's neighbor. So when we were little, like we'd go trick or treating, usually around where our grandma lived, and like she lived right beside. And in her garage, they would do this kind of like haunted house, like open. She's house our grandmother's
0: thing. age, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> she's an she's, old lady.
1: Well, we don't know her age is a mystery. Apparently. Oh yeah. But anyways, listen. Um, but yeah, her and her husband would do like. This crazy haunted house, and but I remember one year though there was um, like a grim reaper, and um, it uh, it's really scared me. I don't know who it was. Like it might have been her husband. I don't know who it was. But the it, one that got remember.
0: me was the gorilla in a cage.
1: Oh no! Yeah.
0: Right next to the fucking cookie stand. I wanted the <laughs> sugar cookie, and I just I had. F- there was no one around. It was well, me, that's it. Like, I the knife, the, the bowl yeah. of icing, <laughs> and knife. I was ready to just go to fucking town on that sugar cookie. And this gorilla was there watching me. And every time I went to grab the knife, he'd shake the cage and I couldn't I grab the knife. I was too scared. I know. I was so, so scared. I, I wanted the just took the, the dry, trees, dry like... cookie and sat in the corner and oh, sulked. the Ugh. Halloween
1: tragedy of 1997.
0: Ugh. <laughs>
1: Anyways, whatever. Point is, Halloween was like so cool when we were kids. Like it was the time; it was the best time of the year. Yeah. And like I used to love going to school, and then you'd like see like everyone's costumes, and it was like, oh my god. Anyways, it was it was fun. It was like really cool. So <laughs> I love Halloween, and so I relate to Tino very much on this on this issue. Yeah, and it I think makes I went- sense
0: that you love it because we had a really good Halloween upbringing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, so, um. We, I don't even know, I'm like too jazzed about
0: like <laughs>
1: Halloween right now. Okay, yeah, so Tino's, like, his, he, he's basically, like, hardcore in denial that his friends don't want to go trick-or-treating, so he's like, whatever, they're gonna go. And then they basically have a meeting without him, and they're like, okay, we cannot go trick-or-treating, like, we don't want to go
0: embarrassing
1: they're like embarrassed at this point which like fair enough right like you're teen like your tweens basically and like you know yeah you like the, the your peers opinions are like very very important to you at that point and like particularly carver like he was the one who was like really into like being popular like he really wanted to be popular um but anyways so They're like, no, we're not going. We need to be harsh with Tino. Like, we can't worry about hurting his feelings because, like, he's not listening to us. So, two against two against one, they, Carver and Lore, like, tell Tish, okay, no, we're going to call Tino right now. We're telling him flat out. We're not going. He needs to get over it kind of thing.
0: They'd have to call him on a landline.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Showing (laughs) the age, I guess. Oh, my God. I can't believe this came out almost 20 years ago. Ugh. Anyway. Um, Yeah. So, basically, they tell him... Tino, we are not going. You're gonna need to go without us. So Tino's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like on the phone. He's having he's having a bit of a a bit of a breakdown over this. Like he is like Going cuckoo, so he resorts to basically like scaring his friends into going with him. So he like is so creepy and hides outside their house and is like making like howling noises and leaving creepy notes, being like trick or treat or else. Basically, yeah. so <laughs> I laughed. So he does that to like Tish and and Laura, like without them realizing he's there. But then for Carver, for some reason, he puts on like a cape and like. Fangs and like sneaks into his room, and then Carver, like, he's trying to sneak around Carver, and then he turns around and he's like, Tino? And then Tino just like, is like, and, like runs away, but like throws the note at Carver, and then Carver Ooh. like turns and looks at the note, and it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, okay. But, um, yeah, so they're just like, okay, like, Tino, we're not going. We're just not going. You need to fucking get over it, you know? Yeah. So, and the thing
0: is, here it's like, it's fair of them to not want to go. Yeah. It's also fair of Tino to want to go, though.
1: Yeah. So that's the, that's like the disconnect, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, but Tino, he's having a hard time wrapping his head around this, right? So he it's to the point where he dresses up in his M costume. Like, he was planning to go as the state of Mexico. <laughs> so um, he's, like, sitting on his porch waiting for them. And his mom comes out. So, like, his mom basically is, is like, I guess she kind of acts as, like, his conscience in a way. Like, his voice of reason. She's just, like... Yeah. Tino, know like why are you why are you waiting for your friends you know like what are you doing and and he's like you know they're gonna come they're gonna come and she's like i don't think they're gonna come and like they don't have to like she basically says just that like you're allowed to still want to go but like they don't have to yeah and um and so like simultaneously the kids uh the other Gang, the other trio, basically aside from Tino, are helping out their teacher with her like educational haunted house, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's like a haunted house that's gonna like tell the history of the town, whatever <laughs> um so they're, they're all working up, like, there hands folk, yeah, um, so they're all working there and and sort of Tish is like, you know guys i think I think we're allowed to not want to go, but it's not right of us to like judge Tino or make him feel bad because you know he didn't judge lore when like you didn't want to give up your sippy cup until you were 10 and like i forget what the other ones are anyways basically Uh, she kind of like lists off these like reasons why like these things that they like didn't outgrow when they should have kind of thing and she was like you know tino never judged so like we shouldn't judge him
0: yeah exactly
1: and they're like yeah you're right so they kind of just all accept this and then tino finally is like hey you know what they're not coming i'm gonna change my costume i'm gonna go as like I don't know. He's got this really (laughs)
0: dope-ass evil lair that has all his, like, Halloween costumes. That's crazy.
1: He, like, goes up in the attic, and it's, like, this, like... (laughs) They're, like, in pristine, like, airtight containers. Like, anyways. So he gets into this costume. He's, like, basically, like, a mix of, like, a British constable and, like, a superhero, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's, like, super constable.
1: Yeah, something like that. Anyways, so he starts going out trick-or-treating, and then, like, the only... The only people who are trick-or-treating from his grade are like kind of the, I don't know, like the very unpopular kids. kids. Yeah, like the weird kids, I guess. But like, I mean, what is weird? But anyways, like, you know, (laughs) they're they're like the odd ones, I guess. And so Tina's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to trick-or-treat with them. Like, they're trick-or-treating. Like, I'm trick-or-treating. We'll all go together. So, he ends up going to, like, the popular kid's house. I forget this guy's name, but he was in, like, a few, a, a bunch of episodes. He's, like, the popular kid. He's he just, just got, Tino. like, a
0: mansion. He lives yeah. In a mansion.
1: Yeah. So, all the popular kids are at this dude's house, um, and he opens the door, and he sees, and they're, like, trick-or-treat, and then he starts making this big kerfuffle about how Tino is still trick-or-treating. Because, like, the other two, he doesn't really care, because, like, he knows they're, like, you know not popular anyways they're kind of like i guess they march to the beat of their own drum so he like doesn't care basically but he's like oh my god tino still trick-or-treats what a freaking loser um (laughs) and so all the kids are laughing at him they're like oh my god you're such a baby and then tino has this moment of glory he like breaks into this speech this like rousing call to arms for all the kids to be like hard era Yeah, he's basically being like, why are we giving up on Halloween? Like, you know, this is, like, the time where we, um, you know,
0: like... We get free candy and shit. We get
1: free candy, but we're also, like, this... Halloween's not just for us. Like, it's for, um, like, grandmas and grandpas. It's for, like, grown adults who don't have kids. It's for, you know, like, all, you know, all these people. Like, it's all for the adults as well who, like, love to, like, have people come get candy from their house you know Mm -hmm. um so he gives this like intense speech about trick-or-treating and like the importance of Mm trick-or-treating and he's like who's with me and then one by one all the kids uh, that were there like one kid's like i'm with you and he like rips off his normal clothes and he's wearing a cowboy (laughs) costume under under his clothes and like one dude is just like um Oh, like, oh, I'll go. I'll go as the
0: headless dude.
1: Yeah, he, like, pulls his coat up over his head, and he's like, I'm going to go as, like, the headless horseman or whatever. And then, um, like, one girl's like, I'm going to be a zombie. Like, whatever. She just, like, sticks her arms out, and it's like, oh, I'm a zombie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they just, like, all, he manages to get, like, a good gang together. And, like, everybody except for, like, the main popular dude whose house it is he's just like by himself and he's like but but i made pumpkin crumpets (laughs) (laughs) okay but anyways so he's just like by himself because he was being mean and he's just being a halloween halloween scrooge um so anyways they they end up going trick-or-treating they have a blast they go back to tino's mom's house and and then like you know the gang gets all back together and they're like you know what tino like we're really glad you had fun and they're they're like and I kind of liked that the show, um, they were like, you know what? We had a lot of fun working at the haunted house. We didn't miss trick-or-treating. Yeah. Cause Yeah. it's like, the point wasn't to be like, oh, you should trick-or-treat forever. Like the point was just to be like, everyone gets the right to choose when they grow out of things. And like, it's cool oh, yeah. that you are past it, but it's also cool that Tino is still allowed to be himself and like enjoy trick-or-treating. So I thought that was cool that they didn't, like, make anybody feel bad for their choice. And, like, everyone just ended up having a great time and his friends were happy that he got to go with, like, a gang of people. And then Tino also realized that, you know, although that they're, like, his best friends and they are really good friends, it's kind of like he had this moment where he realized that he's also, like, an individual and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, the friends that you have when you're a kid, like, a reality of life is, like, you can you can like maintain great friendships with people that you were friends with as a kid, but like Appreciate the reality it. is like you have to grow and like be okay being by yourself, and you have to choose what makes you happy. You know you can't regardless of maybe it'll bring you on a different path to someone that was your best friend when you were like twelve. You know, but you gotta live your life and you gotta make the decisions that make you the happiest on your own and if you can still be friends and that's that's great it's like it's good that you have this like really strong friendship but you know if you guys have happen to drift apart then that's just life but you gotta you know you gotta live for yourself and follow your truth Mm -hmm. so i think that yeah i mean and the show i mean the show doesn't make it like that deep i guess at, at this point but it just kind of is like a subtle way of like you know you can have your best friends you don't have to stop being friends but you know you can it's okay to like not be with them all the time too you know yeah because i just feel like that goes for like any healthy relationship like regardless like friendship family rom- romantic whatever it's like you can't it's great to like rely on people and like have a support system and it's great to see your friends a lot. Like I wish that I could see friends more. It's just, you know, life is like
0: everybody's crazy. Busy.
1: Yeah. Everybody's busy. Like, Oh my God, you hit you your don't 20.
0: Don't put against them. When,
1: no, when exactly. It's like, through. I, I get it. Cause like I'm super busy and like, I know my friends are all busy doing all kinds of great stuff. But anyways, like the point is you need to be like, okay, being alone sometimes. And like, just being okay with, like, yourself as a person, I guess, and, like, following whatever, whatever path you need to take. And, like, the people that are meant to be in your life will, like, always find a way back in. Mm-hmm. But, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes it's, like, sometimes, like, all relation, and all relationships, like, take work, too. Yeah. But, like, sometimes the work is, like, almost not worth it anymore you know and and then he's like wow i'm getting really like deep on something that is not that deep on the show (laughs) but like you know it's just like you gotta like you gotta like evaluate all your friendships and especially as we get older it's like we have less and less time for things so it's like it's It's important to like invest your energy into like your most fulfilling relationships
0: it's always better to be alone than to be with shitty people yeah like be alone and learn about yourself don't be in anything toxic like no true you know that's something Uh, i feel like i dealt with and now i'm like oh yeah i just just was like a like alone for a little while and learned Mm -hmm. about myself and
1: yeah no it's always good it's always good to have those like moments of growth but anyways like that's not what happens to tino at this point but he does have (laughs) that. (laughs) he does have a moment where he realizes like okay like i'm my own person and i can do what i want if i'm if that's gonna make me happy and my friends don't have to follow if that's not gonna make them happy kind of thing exactly so that's just like a good lesson i think at any age because you know we all need reminders sometimes of these things
0: yeah
1: but uh yeah i mean another great episode Mm -hmm. weekenders yeah i kind of because I, like, as I draw, like, parallels to Recess. But I feel like this one is almost maybe a little bit more realistic in a way. Um,
0: the show as a whole? On, on uh, whole?
1: Not necessarily the show as a whole, but just its, like, depiction of friendships. like Because, you know, ultimately they do choose to, like, do the right thing and, like, be there for their friends, which is good. But, you know, there are still, like, moments. Because I think in real life there's always... Not always, but, you know, y- sometimes you got to make a decision of, like, do I be selfish? Do I help my friend? And, like, it's not always so, like, help my friend. Like, yeah, it's not re- so Tish It's not. Is
0: like, as much guy, as we. Yeah. Tish is like, guys, give me the money for the blimp tickets. Carver's like, hell no. I wanted my tickets. Like, I'm going to this show. Like, yeah, I don't he's care like, about right now. I worked no, hard for. This sh- yeah. yeah.
1: He's like, I worked hard for this money. Like, I want to go see the show. And it's just. But that's you know, also fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I just, I kind of like that they have that, like, moment of, like, you know, it's a, people can be selfish sometimes, too, and that's just a fact of life. And, like, they ultimately do usually choose to, like, help out their friend, Um, whoever whoever in the gang, like, needs it. But there's always, it's, like, not always pushback, but, you know, it's not always so black and white, like, I help my friend above everything else. It's, like, sometimes. just show
0: that sometimes people have to, like. Uh, reason with themselves or yeah it's a bit of moral ambiguity
1: well yeah i mean again it's not like so ambiguous like they're not like anti-heroes by any means but (laughs) but i mean it's just normal and especially when you're that age like kids and like young adults and whatever like we're all we're super selfish
0: (laughs) yeah and And, like one thing people tell me too is like you gotta look out for yourself yeah you know sometimes you gotta make people uncomfortable for your betterment i i don't know
1: yeah i mean i want to
0: do that but
1: well no it's hard but like anyways but for example like
0: you're you're doing a bit of a job search and it's like if you if you've got multiple offers from people it's like you're gonna have to refuse something from someone for the best one that's gonna be best for you yeah right no
1: yeah i know and yeah
0: that would be being selfish in a way but it like you kind of have to do that yeah because screw those other people like you need to pick the best option for you
1: hmm No, and that's true.
0: All respect to all parties. I don't want you to lose a job. No, yeah, but I mean
1: Uh no, it's just, you know, you gotta like be selfish sometimes. And like it's hard it's hard not to be selfish, but also sometimes it's hard to be selfish. I don't know, mm. it's weird. It, like anyway. <laughs> we're too Canadian
0: to be selfish, eh? <laughs> Any
1: anyway, anyway. Again, I think we're getting like really deep into something that's not that deep. But it's like it's it's cool to, like, think about these hey, things. Hey, that's what it
0: inspired, though, so I, I would yeah. say that fully counts.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I know we we were going to, like, kind of do these, like, uh, fan theory episodes or, like, segments to every episode. I couldn't really find anything about The Weekenders.
0: Yeah, like, I don't I, don't I like that segment, but I don't know if it can really apply to everything. Look, Is let's just say we'll do it of? when we do it. Is there anything you could think of? I don't know.
1: Um, that Okay, okay. Here, I've got I mean, one for you. So none of the other characters exist except for Tino. <laughs> Oh my God. And when he talks, <laughs> T- okay, Tino's in a mental institution. The town of Bahia, <laughs> Bahia Bay is only in his head. When he talks to the camera, he's talking to a doctor.
0: <laughs> Tino is the sole patient at Bahia Mental Institute.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> no, no.
0: You could literally invent <laughs> that for any show. Could, yeah,
1: like I feel like that could apply to any. Like, cause you know, and I think I, I briefly like shouted this out last week. But you know, on how did this get made? It's kind of like a running joke where like. They, that's like a podcast. If you haven't heard it, you should listen to it. Um, where they, they'll basically like review bad movies every week. And the kind of one of the running gags is like, they always bring it back to like, could this be a Jacob's Ladder scenario? (laughs) Cause you know, the movie Jacob's Ladder is basically, okay, like spoiler alert, stop listening. If you don't want to know about Jacob's Ladder. Um okay. <laughs> basically he's like this like Vietnam war vet or whatever who comes back from war and he's trying to like reintegrate into his like family life but things are things are just crazy basically and he's going on this like crazy trip but then it turns out he was like uh oh wait i don't remember basically he was either like part of a science experiment that went wrong and he's like basically dead mm. I don't know anyways ba- whatever wait. Everything happens in his head is, like, the whole thing. So (laughs) I guess that didn't really spoil much. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so that's just kind of the joke. So maybe this is a Jacob Slaughter scenario. (laughs) (laughs) But I doubt it. Um, Yeah, but, I mean, that's all I got to say about this show. I really like it. You should – I would recommend watching it. It's fun. It's funny. It's funny. It's, like, the characters are, like – in, they're really interesting because, like, you know, they're kind of stereotypes in a way. Um, except for Tino. Tino's kind of just, like, there. But, like, not just there. I mean, he's got his quirks, but he's not, like, any particular, like, high school stereotype per se. Whereas, like, Laura's, like, the jog. Uh, Tish is well, the nerd. and like, Tino's
0: kind of the... Well, I would I would say ringleader, but I don't know. He's pretty neurotic. And- I don't.
1: He's not like the ringleader per se, but I just I think that's maybe why he's like often our narrator is because he's not really like he's not really like confined to a particular stereotype, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even though he's got his quirks, I feel like we can kind of more people might be able to like project themselves onto Tino just because he's like a bit more generic neutral in a way yeah generic i guess well i don't know he's not generic but like you know what i mean he's not like he's not like a jock he's not a nerd he's not whatever he's just tino kind of thing so i feel like he's like the vehicle for like us to kind of get on board with and yeah relate to but yeah. yeah but i mean even though even though there are the others are maybe like a bit they're like a bit um of like archetypes in a way, but they kind of like subverted, I guess, but like in funny ways and mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, it's a good show. Yeah. I recommend would binge. it. Would binge. would binge. Definitely would binge.
0: Yeah. Yep. All so. right.
1: Wait, let me just, okay.
0: Oh, we got a plug. We got to yeah. do plugs and shit.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's it for this show. Um, definitely give it a watch. Um, yeah. And You can follow us uh, on Twitter and Instagram at, oh, my God. TuneTime
0: underscore pod.
1: Yeah. Uh, You can email us if you want to, like.
0: Toontimepod at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. If you want to, like, request any episodes or any shows. If you guys have any, like, fun fan theories that you want to talk about. Um, Yeah. Find us on
0: fucking iTunes and. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes. Podcast, Tune Time with Megan and Jojo.
1: Podbean. Um, Leave us a review if you wish.
0: That's how we get on the board, baby.
1: If it's a five-star review, leave it. If it's anything else, don't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to see no four and a halves or or less.
1: No. Fuck you. Five or bust. Don't say fuck you to people. Um, But, yeah, I mean... That's where you can find us. And we'll, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night, Mickey. Mm-hmm. Try to take over the world. Whatever, you do
0: mom. Smashing. As I always say,